Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry D. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here today, and uh, doing another update from the mission field in Italy. I sent out an update uh, via email just a couple days ago, uh, titled it uh, Overcoming. And uh, I'm going to look at a couple Bible verses in this update, just give a, a, a brief uh, update of some of the latest happenings, what's going on here in the mission field. Uh, we're going to share a couple prayer requests, uh, some new people that you can pray for together with us. And uh, and really, that's about it. Uh, a couple other things maybe we'll throw in there, but uh, just is just a regular update. Uh, but nothing regular about what we're doing as we serve the Lord Jesus Christ. He is involved in so many ways in our day-to-day life, uh, working in our hearts and even working through us to reach other people. So praise God for that. Um, recently, we have sensed in a new way the overwhelming sensation of being missionaries in the spiritually barren land of, of Italy. Uh, we mentioned it briefly in our latest newsletter, and it is definitely true. Uh, lack of Christian fellowship is never ideal for the Christian in this fallen world. Uh, we were made for fellowship and part of the body of Christ. Uh, we're not supposed to be alone. We're supposed to be together. Uh, missionaries, on the other hand, at times must truly value their fellowship with, with Christ in a unique way. Because that's all they really have at, at some times. So that they can persevere until more lost people get saved than a fellowship of believers forms. Uh, so there are seasons where, uh, as missionaries, you are alone. You are feeling uh, abandoned of sorts. Um, and, and we know that's true from uh, the Apostle Paul and his experience. He was often uh, not uh, yeah, against his will, not how he wanted it. But there were many times where he would have to endure something alone. And even in his final letters in the uh, uh, final chapter of Second Timothy, where he's uh, about to uh, pour out his blood and, and, and be done... On this earth, uh, he even mentions even then he was he was abandoned by all, left alone kind of thing. Uh, it does happen uh, in this fallen world. But that's why we evangelize. That's why we're sent out by the Lord Jesus himself to go proclaim the gospel so more people can be saved and, and who are even more lost and separated, especially from God. And they can be put together and formed into a church body that continues to reach out uh, together to lost people. Uh, so in any case, as we continue here in this part of Italy, northeast, uh, Mestre, Venezia, as we continue by faith to evangelize and watch the Lord save more souls and form this next church, we stand on his word and give thanks for friends like you that are part of this ministry through sending and prayer. By faith in Christ, we can live as more than conquerors and overcome whatever our situation. We read that in Romans eight twenty-eight. We are more than conquerors. It's not just that we get by. It's not just even that we conquer, but we do more than conquer. Uh, with the power of the Holy Spirit within us, uh, we do things that before we absolutely could not do. Uh, we do more than conquering. Uh, so we personally uh, have been remembering those who have gone before us, <clears throat> like the Apostle Paul, who at times, I already mentioned this, against his will, but in God's sovereignty. And again, this idea of God's sovereignty, I personally think is is uh, one of those things, uh, no matter what church you go to or what form of Christianity you experience, Everyone will agree, yes, God is sovereign. But in my experience, it's very, very few people that actually give any serious consideration and study to what it means that God is sovereign, the sovereignty of God. Uh, 
The more you can understand God's sovereignty, the greater you can love God for who He truly is, the more you can rest and truly have peace, the more you can really rejoice in the Lord at all times, no matter the circumstance. Uh, God's sovereignty, if you haven't spent much time going into detail, studying that, what, what does it mean that God is sovereign? I would encourage you, definitely it's not a waste of your time. Go and, and spend countless hours studying to understand God's sovereignty. It will absolutely transform your life. It absolutely transformed my life. Uh, the sovereignty of God is a very important concept to get a hold of. In any case, like Paul the Apostle, uh, at times against his will, but according to God's sovereignty, he remained alone in various seasons of his ministry as a missionary and an apostle. Uh, we trust that God is in control. So we're remembering that and we're remembering that, oh yeah, he's also in control of our situation. And this is a season. And it, it does happen. We're not the only ones. And uh, God has us uh, alone in a season on the mission field, getting things going, laying a foundation, beginning uh, uh, the outreach, uh, making a way for more people to come also behind us to join in alongside of us. Uh, we're, we're reminded in this season simply to trust in God. And, and if that's for you as well today, I, I pray that you would trust in Him also, whatever your situation might be. Uh, God is in control. Now you can rest in that. Uh, side note, we also potentially uh, now have a small group forming. And this is an answer to prayer. So potentially we have a few people that will be gathering uh, on a regular basis now. Uh, <clears throat> for Bible study, which will little by little be a way to get more people bringing in their friends as well, exposing them to the Word of God, to the truth, to the power of the gospel. And Lord willing, we'll see more and more people get saved from here on out. Uh, there's a link in this update after that, that simple couple comments there about uh, our first quarter newsletter. We sent that out in our last update. If you haven't gotten that, you can check it out online. You can see the pictures. You can see it. Or you can go to the previous podcast episode and also hear us read that and expound that a little bit. Uh, the first quarter newsletter for 2018. Good stuff is going on. Praise God. Glory to God alone. Side note here, we just want to throw that out. Uh, today, this was a few days ago, the 12th of uh, <clears throat> April was the second birthday for our son Cornelius. And we're really excited about that. It was a great thing. We were able to have uh, our proprietor over and their five-year-old son. And we had a good time together just uh, eating cake and, and giving a couple little gifts to Cornelius. And, and we just thank uh, the Lord for this little boy. Such a blessing in our life. Um, Wonderful, smart, beautiful, fun little boy. And he has uh, just that one kidney, but he's strong, he's healthy, he's doing well. And uh, we even mentioned, since we're talking about overcoming a little bit in this letter, for this update, uh, the Lord is helping him also to overcome that. And uh, he, we're really thankful for that. So praise God for that. Our Bible verse today goes to John chapter 16 and verse 33. And uh, this is where we get the ideas about overcoming for uh, the theme of this particular update. Uh, overcoming. Uh, this is uh, a couple of different Bible references we'll use here. We'll look at just for a moment. Uh, but this was something we looked at uh, not this past Sunday, but the one before. Uh, and it really encouraged our hearts uh, from the Word of God. Uh, the Word says this, John sixteen thirty three: In the world you will have tribulation. Uh, but take heart, I have overcome the world. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. This is the Lord Jesus speaking. Uh, so be mindful, uh, is our brief exhortation, uh, just be mindful of this. Uh, the challenge or challenges that you are facing today, they exist because you are still in a fallen world full of sin. In other words, nothing is quite right in this world because sin has tainted it all. Uh, nothing is working quite the way it was intended to work. Uh, that's one reason why you are facing challenges today. Sin has made everything not function the way it ought to, including you. 
you still have a sinful flesh. Uh, though if you're born of the Spirit of God, you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. You have a new heart that entirely wants to do the will of God. But what you don't have is a sanctified flesh. Your flesh is still sinful. It's still corrupt. And you won't experience in this lifetime what it means to be fully sanctified uh, because that, that's for the new life. Uh, when, when Jesus Christ returns, when you're given a, a new body, a glorified body, free of all kinds of sinful tendencies. Uh, but for now, you have a sinful flesh that is actually like baggage. It weights you down. It hinders you from worshiping the Lord as you ought to, from obeying as you know you should, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and a variety of other things. Uh, so one, you still live in a sinful world. That's why you're facing so many challenges today. Two, you still have a sinful flesh. You make things challenging for yourself because you have a little bit of a conflict. Your heart, if you're born of God, wants to do His will, but your flesh is contrary to the Spirit of God. You have a little bit of turmoil in yourself, and you have a flesh that is always tending towards something sinful uh, and not quick to obey the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a problem, and that causes challenges for you. And then lastly, you also have Satan. And he's your enemy. You actually literally have an enemy. Uh, demonic things that would come against you and keep you from pursuing uh, a life, a holy life, uh, keep you from serving the Lord Jesus Christ, from honoring Him in all you do. Um, you have someone who is out to destroy you one way or another. Uh, so the dream life, and we're often told, pursue your dreams, live your dreams. Your dream life uh, will not be in this lifetime, uh, but only at Christ's return. It's better for the Christian to get that in his mind now. Uh, it's impossible to have all the dreams come true now because the world is falling. You still have a flesh. You always will. You still have an enemy. It's never going to be quite uh, what you truly dream it would be in this lifetime. But that's the whole point of uh, faith in Jesus Christ. We're looking forward to what lies ahead. Like Christ, when he endured the cross, was looking forward to what was awaiting him in the, with the glory of God seated at the, the Father's right hand. Uh, the glory that awaited him, he endured it. And we endure this life uh, knowing what lies ahead. We have to look with eyes of faith this is temporary right now. We endure hardship every day, all the time, especially when we try to live for Jesus Christ. But my eyes are on Jesus Christ, and He is returning. What I really long for, I will have when I see my Lord face to face. When I live in a world that is not plagued with sin, when I have a body that's not corrupt, when there is no enemy, then my dreams will be fulfilled. You look by faith to the Lord Jesus Christ. So you have to press on by faith and set your eyes on heaven where you are headed. And if you truly are born of God, that, that is what you can do. Uh, so tribulation here now, Jesus assures us there will be if we truly attempt to live for his honor. There's no escaping it. Uh, unless you uh, decide to take the easy road, but usually the easy road, if we try to take it, and we continue on that easy road, uh, sooner or later we realize we were never saved to begin with, and the easy road, the wide road, uh, is a way that leads actually to death. Uh, the narrow and hard is the way that leads to life um, <clears throat> just want to that was a secondary thought I threw in there um, but in the midst of these uh, these tribulations and challenges we face we, we can take heart Jesus has overcome the world remember that be reminded Jesus yes he has overcome the world he defeated uh, the evil one on the cross he, he took your sins upon uh, himself and he took the wrath of God the Father upon himself and uh, don't take lightly your sin either uh, sin is a serious, serious thing. Uh, sometimes we tolerate sin, and we really need to be weeping over sin. We were reminded of that today when we looked, uh, when we read in the Word, the reality of sin, uh, what it really looks like. If you want to know what sin really looks like, look at Jesus Christ on the cross, uh, bloody, beaten, unrecognizable, like an animal nailed there, hanging there. 
that's what sin really looks like. He took it upon himself. He took the wrath of God, the consequence of sin upon himself. Uh, we cannot tolerate sin. We, we, we can't tolerate our sin. Uh, but take heart, Jesus has overcome the world. And in if you are in him, as we read in 1 John 5, 4, you also have overcome the world by faith in Jesus Christ. Because you have faith in Jesus Christ, you too have overcome the world. And uh, you too can overcome whatever comes against you in this life. Even if that means... It'll kill you. Something will kill you. You can still be an overcomer while you die in Christ Jesus. Uh, you can be more than a conqueror in Christ. Romans eight thirty seven teaches us we can be more than conquerors. We can actually live that way. And um, I say even if it kills you because Paul, for example, who was writing some of these things we just read, and John, others, uh, suffered much because of their faith in Jesus Christ. They had to suffer more than other people. And were even persecuted or killed or had their head cut off. and uh, But even in that, they were overcomers. Uh, Jesus, even on the cross, he was overcoming uh, the world in that moment. Uh, so it's not about our circumstances, what they look like. It's about our, our faith in Jesus Christ and the real condition of where we, where we are and where we stand with God. Uh, we can live as overcomers, even if that means our death. Uh, so just things to consider. I pray that bless you in some way. I know I just ramble on. This isn't; These aren't little sermons or anything. These are just a couple of random thoughts that I jot down uh, as, uh, as these verses have spoken to my heart in particular ways. Um, anyway, moving on now, we'll have a couple prayer requests, and, and then we'll close out. So we have uh, ways you can pray right now. There's a couple called uh, Angelo is the husband and the wife, and I don't have her name yet. They called in once for our Easter track that we leave in all the mailboxes. Uh, not all of them, but a bunch of them before Easter. And uh, they got it, and they called. They said their faith has been uh, dwindling, and this encouraged their hearts. They wanted to know more. Older couple, they're going to Mass twice a day. Still don't know Jesus, still don't know the Gospel, never heard of salvation. Uh, so faith they have, but faith in what? You know, not biblical saving faith. It's some kind of faith, some kind of belief in God, and that's it. Uh, they I delivered some tracts or some booklets to them, some information for them to read and consider, a Bible, because they, they need a Bible also. And um, they call me back a week later. They're talking. They realize, you know, I think we've lived wrong our, our entire lives. What do we do? We want to honor, honor our parents, those who have gone before us. But now I'm kind of seeing I've been wasting all my time, all these years, going to Mass twice a day and everything else. And uh, that's their situation. I said, well, yeah, I think you have. But it's never too late. Better late than never to come to the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Uh, so they're really considering everything, and that's a good sign. When they're troubled that they've wasted their life, uh, their eyes are being illuminated, and, and that's a work, perhaps, of the Holy Spirit. Uh, another guy to pray for, uh, Christian is his name. We met this guy a few years ago, actually. One of the members uh, that we led to, uh, of the church in Portanone, was, uh, that we led to Christ. Uh, one of his friends, there's a name Christian, we also uh, led him to Christ, but he drifted because he wasn't near the church, not able to get plugged in and connected to the church body and... and Different things in his life came up because he actually lived in Mestre at the time, and he still does. So he's here where we are, and we've reconnected now, and he really wants to see us, so we're praying for him every day, and uh, we'll be seeing him very soon. Pray for this man. Pray for him to get connected and to join in on the group, uh, get to know the Word of the Lord, the, the, the will of the Lord, to be saved, and uh, to become a genuine Christian. Uh, so the next track and booklet, we're finalizing getting ready to do that one. We had a couple delays on that, uh, but we want to get that going out soon. Uh, very important because it talks about uh, how we're all connected to phones but disconnected with people and then ultimately reveals why that is a problem because we're disconnected from God because of our sin but there is a way of salvation which can have us right with God and then our relationships just totally change everything in our life changes because of that reality uh, important because even now they're talking about shutting down Facebook or all these different things with Facebook going on social media stuff 
So uh, it's a relevant track, and we want to get that out in a timely manner, and uh, we're praying that the Lord use that. So please join us in prayer for that. Another thing on uh, the list of prayers would be open doors to proclaim the gospel. Nothing new about that. We want that all the time. Potential interns. We have a few people, perhaps for this summer, uh, including a new applicant, and uh, we're looking at organizing some things. Pray for the Lord to lead us according to His will and how we would do that and what things we can do this summer to help reach more people. Uh, new missionaries sent into the harvest is another prayer request. Please pray for that also. And pray for a small group to take form here in Mestre, a group of missionaries as well as a group of new believers uh, that we can uh, shepherd in the Word, teach what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a disciple, and uh, they can become united in Christ and be the first parts of a new church plant. Uh, there's a couple links to blog posts on here, the same as the last time, so I won't mention them. Uh, that's it for today. Ways to get involved, always. Uh, I'll just mention you can do a vision trip this summer, internships, short-term missions, uh, church planning. You can join a, the, the group here, do a two- to four-year term, uh, sacrifice part of your life, uh, offer it to the Lord, and come serve. Use your talents and gifts here in Italy. You can teach English as a second language, build relationships with folks that lead to gospel conversation. Uh, videographer, technology type stuff that helps promote the mission or do outreach, also important. We could use help with that too. Uh, if you need any more information about any ways like that to serve here in Italy, just contact us at info at practicalmissions.org or check out the website practicalmissions.org and contact us through that as well. Uh, that's it for today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for being a part of this uh, this ministry. And lastly, we'll just read here our slogan about Practical Missions Cohort, why we exist. We are preaching the gospel, making disciples, and being used by Jesus for the formation of new church bodies in the well-known yet unreached land called Italy. That's Practical Missions Cohort. And I just remind us all, there are 60 million people here in Italy, 60 million Italians, and uh, less than 1% are evangelical, which means 99% of them are, are, are unreached. People have never heard of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do not know how to be saved. Do not know how to be right with God. Do not know actually what it means to be a Christ follower. So please continue to join us in prayer. Continue to pray for more souls to be saved here in Italy and for the churches to take form and persevere uh, in reaching out for more people. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.